Okay, wait, I just had to put the flash on this wig so you can get into the dimension of the wig. Alberto, honey, bitch. No, get into the, the, what? She said, I will love you till the end of time. <laughs> I'll wait a million years. Woo! Bitch, look at that dimension, honey. Oh, wait, check the roots, check the roots, check the roots. The root Ooh, you see, bitch, that's subtlety. No, that's art, bitch. That's art. Come through in the new year, bitch. Fuck it up. <laughs> it's giving the real white girl, the real white girl, the white, white, the white girl, white, 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 white girl. Yes. You taste like the 4th of July. Malt liquor on your breath's my mind. I love you, but I don't know why. You can be the boss, daddy. You can be the boss. It's like a cake party back on the sauce. That literally isn't true. Demi Lovato and Joe Jonas. Yeah, it's the it's Demi the Lovato saying, This is real, this is me, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Because it's the ending of Camp Rock where Joe Jonas is like, It's that girl, it's the voice. And she people can only hear her singing. And she's like, This is me. Like, I'm the girl singing. That's the gag. I, this is a Mandela effect moment for me. There's no fucking. I thought of. When did Hillary Duff sing that? When I have would a, you have thought? I have a clear picture of a blonde singing it. I mean, it sounds like a blonde <laughs> chick. It doesn't sound like Demi Lovato. But this was Camp Rock, which was like her like raspy smoker voice ass. Right, yeah. <laughs> my favorite clip is when they're like, oh my God, she's so good on the piano. And it's like Alice, oh, it's Alice going, Stoner going. She's well, really good. I love Arca. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gex. That's like what happened yeah, when people play me the new Bjork album. She's really good. She's so good. <laughs> She's really good. She is really good. We should hate watch Camp Rock one of these days. Yeah, definitely. You know, I was thinking we should do an episode where we do like a live viewing or like a yeah. We commentate on something while we watch. We haven't yeah. done that yet. No, we really haven't done a full live viewing. <laughs> We'd have to be a pretty short movie. It would have to be short, or we make it like halfway. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll do it for Megan. <laughs> We're gonna do it for Avatar. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna sneak into like a very low demand screening. There's no possibility of anyone being there. In three hours is gonna be us cracking up <laughs> for Avatar. <laughs> the way of water. The way of the water. Mm -hmm. How does it take you 13 years to make a movie? Can someone tell me? Has it been 13 years? Honestly, maybe it's been longer. You know, they're, they're putting Avatar back in theaters like the first one so that you can watch it the first one in theaters and then watch the second one in theaters. It, you know what? After. It honestly probably has been because been I saw Avatar the New Year's before my parents got divorced. I know the story. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a last hurrah for my family. <laughs> I like went to a movie theater, me and my dad and my mom and my, me and my brother. And it was like a late night screening of Avatar. Mm -hmm. And I was I had just turned 13. I was completely accurate with how old it is. 13 years. 13 years. Wow, 2009. Hell yeah. Wow. It really felt 13 years. 
nail on the head. Yeah, exactly. I remember it just as vividly today. All right, now why the hell does it take 13 years to make uh, a movie? <laughs> right. <laughs> None of the actors are even going to be allowed to be in it. Is it not the same cast? Is it a new cast? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know shit about it. I mean, I guess the blue people weren't really actors. This is true. They just kind of moved. The original members. But I mean, their bones. They still had to like put the, you know, <laughs> you trying to the girl's joints. They really, <laughs> they still have to wear that that suit with balls on it. <gasps> Whatever. With the like, oh, oh. Did it did unplug? Did I yank it? No, it didn't unplug. One of us is talking too loud. Hello. Guess who it is? Probably oh, me. Is it me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's screaming about Avatar. Yeah, exactly. Because they have to wear that black suit that has the balls on it mm-hmm. to Track. trace their movements. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mean, understand. The how. girls at this point are. I mean, they were already plenty old. In the what original movie, there's no way those joints can take it. Like, what do you have to do to, what do you have to, what do you have to major in to be like, I'm going to do that? Like, be in the black suit with the balls. I'm going to be the ball tracer. <laughs> I'm going to be Clifford in the live action. So I just, I'm <laughs> just carrying around this giant redhead yeah. that's just for <laughs> Like, I'm a Chinese dragon. Like <laughs> Chinese New Year parade dragon. <laughs> it's Clifford. <laughs> it's Clifford's head and its mouth is being operated by a little Chinese boy in the yeah. inside. And then it's me in the front. Yeah. Little Chinese boy in the back. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, Cleo. <laughs> like a horse costume. Yeah. What's the name of the yellow dog in Clifford? T Bone. T-Bone. Cleo, T-Bone, Clifford. Yeah. Um, Emily I, was the girl's name. Emily Elizabeth. Emily Elizabeth. Cunt. 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 I love a two first name ass girl. Yeah. And I always have to do the Cleo voice. I'm like, yeah. have I ever steered you wrong? <laughs> <laughs> She's like an Italian whore. She's like, <laughs> Cleo, was like a, Cleo was like a dog that had like a smoker's voice. Yeah, she was a shitster. Yeah. And she had purple hair. <laughs> was she a, a poodle? Some kind of poodle mix. I am a poodle. I'm a freaking poodle. She's fucking Big Ange. Yeah, she's Big Ange. <laughs> big, in the live action, Big Ange voices Cleo from Clifford. That would be perfect. From beyond the grave. <laughs> Holy big Clifford. Ange. Hi, Clifford. It's me. You're a big red big dog. <laughs> I've known a couple of big red dogs in my life. God. Now, why do they call you T-Bone? Why do they call you T-Bone, girl? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think technically we skipped a week just because I was tired. What number are we on? I feel like I always like knew what number we were on. Ever since we crossed 100, I it's I nothing. never, I have to triple check every single time. <laughs> yeah. I literally have no idea what I'm there's, there's no, 100 is the big milestone. Nothing else matters. Yeah. After that, I was like, all right. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm like, if I turn into another one, great. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was just like season two. Yeah. Great. <laughs> we're still in my no ac era so it's gonna be a really nice mm-hmm. calm quiet episode no background noise i think today was like one of the first days it like finally dipped below 50 it was like 47 it's like it 45 was very right cold now. today very cold but you know i still be sweating <sighs> yeah it was freezing today i was really not i mean I, this is what happens is every single time weather changes at all i will complain about the, that i always complain <laughs> about the weather <laughs> no ever, ever since i like came of an age where like my allergies do affect my body I'm like fuck. I'm like, oh, my knuckles are like just so hurt from being outside for like four seconds. It's like I woke up and I like couldn't breathe, and I was like, it must be 45 outside. And my body is so worn down, and I, I'm not kidding. I literally had a dream, like it was really a nightmare, is what it was. Is <laughs> about how Trixie Mattel said that once she hit 25, her body was just fucking downhill from there. Just she never recovered. People say it's after 25, you're done. 
right and, and then your 30s are when you come to terms with it and you're like it's time to have fun again but in my old ass body right exactly i'll just look like shit it just look like shit yeah but then maybe she's lying because then trixie mattel lost a ton of weight yeah and it's like still doing great right mm-hmm. it's the ultimate measure of success skinniness <laughs> remember when, when katya was like like katya just has the metabolism of like a 10 year old right literally where katya's like oh no i like eat cigarettes yeah eat whatever i want i just have like a gymnast body skin and bones literally and she's in like her 40s yeah well katya had a different crisis which was that nobody wanted to fuck her <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> this is quite literally like if you listen to that this episode of um the podcast that she used to be on where like she finally came out of hiding Mm -hmm. after like having a mental breakdown and she clearly wasn't quite over the mental breakdown when you listen to this episode yeah (laughs) and on the episode she was like you know i can have all the money in the world i can have all the fame and glory in the whole world but who's gonna fuck me (laughs) okay (laughs) and it was literally just because she was katya and because she was so crazy and so like like people knew who she was and she was like that made people not she was like either a woman or non-existent right (laughs) she was like i had to like get a bunch of like tattoos and like hit the hit the gym and like get ripped and shit oh my god so it's like people would want me as a man oh my god which i think is it's kind of the drag queen's dilemma in in a lot of situations that's why drag queens whenever they dress just like as a boy they're wearing like the cookie monster hat or like they're trying so hard to be masked (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're in like osiris shoes right literally like, <laughs> literally like like candy beads and whatever but it's like mama once you get the lip fillers it's like it's like right exactly like once you start altering your boy body to like make it easier to do drag it's like you really you've kind of set yourself up for that like when you have like an hourglass figure but and, then like, weirdly people butt. right but then yeah. weirdly people want to like fuck detox yeah i don't I mean, personally, I don't. Personally, I'm not really interested in fucking detox. I love detox. I just want to fuck detox. No, no. no. But a lot of people are, you know, drawn to her it's for whatever an, reason. It's an archetype. It's like, yeah, the, it's the drag and then the boy drag. I'm just like, yeah, because if you're like not a drag queen who's interested in like being fucked in drag, which is like <laughs> what a lot of drag queens out there do. Right. Um if you're not that person and you're really only interested in a sexual relationship as a boy, mm-hmm. you really have to go hard yep, full the throttle. other way. And maybe not even tell. Yeah. Keep it a secret that you do drag. And unless you know for a fact that this person's not going to, not going to turn up, abandon you. I remember back in the day, back in, back mm-hmm. in my, my dating days, your dating days. Um, I would have like normal conversations, like no, no better or worse than any other, like, tinder interaction or whatever mm-hmm. and then like weeks into texting this person they would drop that they like did drag and i would instantly be not interested i don't know what it is it's not even that it's just like i don't know what it is is it homophobic it's not homophobic i don't think but like i definitely like here's the first thing i think i couldn't yeah. tell my mom no there's <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way if my mom was like hey like oh cool like who's your boyfriend i'm like Oh, he's this fucking drag queen. He's literally like, yeah. he like blocks his brows out and like has a beat. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I just couldn't, I couldn't do that to her. It just takes a certain personality <clears throat> to be a drag queen. And I don't know if my personality would just mix yeah. well with someone who just would want to be a drag queen. I don't know. Yeah. And I'll be honest and say I demand a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really like um, the focus of the day to be on me. Mm-hmm, true. And that really doesn't jive I don't think with yeah. the drag queen ethos. Yeah. Like a relationship is like a yin and yang. If uh-huh. I was dating a drag queen, it would be probably chaos. 
right and not like a i don't know yeah. just i just don't know <laughs> it's something about it yeah in a way podcasting is like doing drag oh yeah because a lot More. of people <laughs> a lot of people hear the word podcaster or podcast and it's in pussy dry yes <laughs> oh, pussy dry. Instant. <laughs> i don't have it like anywhere i think <laughs> yeah on my linkedin i refer to it as a passion project yeah <laughs> I dedicate my free time to passion projects. Passion projects, don't ask. <laughs> Such as dancing around the N-word. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say dancing. <laughs> my passion projects, which is just dancing Such around. Such popping pussy on yeah. a handstand. Being, being a silly, goofy goober is one of my yeah, passions. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Goober Studios, yeah. Goober Inc. So what are some of your like interests and some of your hobbies? Well, um, I love to be silly, goofy, girly, and gaggy. And gaggy. And then I start twitching. Let me get a job interview. Yeah. <laughs> when I have to turn the day off and it just malfunctions. <laughs> exactly. When I try to use a normal person's voice. <laughs> It's like when um when Trinity Taylor was on season nine and the first thing she says is, Girl, I'm Trinity Taylor. It's like I would do that in like an interview. <laughs> so tell us about your most recent uh work experience. Girl Girl, I'm Trinity Taylor. <laughs> That's my most recent work experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'll always love Trinity Taylor's because yeah. the very first word out of her mouth. Girl. Yeah. Girl. What's your most recent work experience? Uh, on the way here. Girl Jimmy Johns. Yeah. <laughs> Go on the way here, on the walkover. On the walkover. My most recent work experience. Honey. I have many work experiences. <laughs> girl walking down the walk, girl. Walking. The- girl, when I walk out of here, work experience. <laughs> I'll give you a work experience, right? Oh, um, <laughs> work me the experience. Work me the house. Um, <sighs> what the fuck were you talking about? Um, yeah, podcaster. Yeah, podcaster. Kind of like thing. being a drag queen. Mm-hmm. Not as embarrassing. Right. To some, it's certainly embarrassing. Um, but I also think w- once you get in the booth, you kind of have to. Because mm-hmm. it's like telling someone like what you do for a job. It's like, what if you had like an embarrassing job where you're like, I don't want to tell someone right away. It's like, that's how it's like with podcasting. It's like, I don't want to tell someone right away. I would never lead with like, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> Only because I don't want someone to rush over to Spotify. I don't, yeah, I don't listen. want anyone to hear it and then prejudge me. I don't want anyone to prejudge me. That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. That's my fear. I have a coworker who I think started listening to it because he started trying to like dip a toe into like this pc culture right (laughs) yeah girl (laughs) i know girl it's crazy the second someone at my current job is like do you have a podcast i'm like this is my official yeah i'm not no two weeks i'm leaving today right exactly i literally like this happened because i was like i was on i was doing doing a little accounting (laughs) and i had of course like this picture of the imvu chicks holding guns with the logo And one of the injectors. You're like, always doing this at work. I know. Like, oh my god! How are they finding me? And you're actively like, literally at it. the front desk. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like coming up and being like, "Wait a minute, what's that?" And I'm like, "Uh, they go, is this your podcast?" I was like, "Um, I really need you to take that sentence back because you're a hundred percent not allowed to know about this." <laughs> you're like, "Can you keep it down? Can you shut the fuck up?" Yeah. Damn. 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 So fucking loud. What you so loud for? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. It's not. That's so fucking funny. <gasps> yeah, I really have to play my cards right mm-hmm. because I do say things in here that are fireable. <laughs> like, <laughs> care to give us an example? Yeah, wait. Yeah. Uh, um, do you have a list? Yesterday, um, I just got in trouble for just doing nothing other than saying I regret getting vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you knew you were gonna only. Be, I, I think know. So. I think when you God. said that, I unironically hated it. I got vaxxed or something like that. I was yeah. like, you just you did it, hey, bitch. <laughs> you just went and just shot yourself in the <laughs> fucking head. I don't know why I do it. I'm definitely like, do I regret my vaccination? I just I don't think I should have gotten it. I'm never I definitely didn't need it. Definitely I'll never it. get a booster. I think people were like. The way I said it was because I was like, I was literally like in the parking lot at like Menards mm-hmm. and I was like, I regret getting vaccinated and just like tossed it up and I wasn't really even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back, people were already mad. People when were I looked at my phone again. And you never have time to damage control. You just like, <sighs> it was like too late like, because people had already like given, there were quote tweets to piggyback off of. It was like the narrative was, was beyond me. Way too quick. And it was like when I tweeted like faggot for the first time. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, it's like getting traction. And then the second I knew it, I was banned. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's how it, it happened goes. so quick. Um, yeah. And like, I think the way that I said it came off is like, it ruined my life. And like, it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. But like, <laughs> I would have like doubled down and lied. I would have been like, I got the vaccine and fucking my foot yeah, hurts exactly. and it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, my foot's fucking paralyzed. <laughs> I can't even feel my own arms like ever since were, I got the Moderna. Like if people started coming for me for that, I'm like, oh no, now I'm just going to fabricate lies. Uh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. completely, actually that's what I should have done. I should have just fucking Lied. lied. Because then they would have been like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, see how fucking easy that been, was? Like, You're denying the space for mm-hmm. people to tell their experiences and you're on the side of big pharma also the reason i'm typing so much on twitter is because i can't even move my mouth big pharma girls right i can't right. even move my mouth <laughs> <laughs> took the vaccine seal my mouth shut exactly <laughs> hello kitty got the vaccine so now she has to speak from the heart <laughs> no she's an extra heart yeah <laughs> um she's mutated she's genetically yeah. mutated well for the record i don't I, well, it's not the worst thing that's ever happened to me, obviously. Even when I had COVID, it was like a week. Like, and I was like, okay, after. Like, even if it is just like a yeah, sickness, COVID disease was illness, literally it's nothing. Fine. It was like a fun day off. Yeah. Maybe that's because I was vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no boosters in my book, just because I don't think yeah. I need them. The only thing I regret is getting bullied. I don't like getting bullied. That's what I was trying to say, is that I don't love mm-hmm. when... I do something and I make a choice solely because I think it'll shut people up. Yeah. When I got my vaccine, it felt so apocalyptic because I had to lie and say I was a CPS teacher because they were only giving vaccines to CPS CPS teachers. And then I was like, okay, so that's kind of scary in itself. And then like, I was like, okay, that was, (laughs) I just fucked the system in itself. Yeah. And you got the J and J, which was like that back alley ghetto vaccine. So imagine getting the J and J, and then two days later, oh my god, five women had five hundred people just died of blood clots in their brain. I'm like, hmm, right, hmm, right. Oh, you're recalling the thing I just put in my body. Sick. And this Sickening. was inspired too by the news that came out in the UK that they straight up asked the fucking Pfizer representative at this like government whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this shows how much I know. At this fucking the thing, fucking they, were, they were at this video I saw. <laughs> <laughs> They were, they were just made up a van. I don't know. Yeah, they're on this fucking <laughs> clearly fake video, and <laughs> like straight up asked the Pfizer rep, like, "Did you guys test it for its ability to stop the transmission of COVID?" And they said, "No." Like, and like then, but then I was like, "Well, what did you test for then?" Nothing. We tested for how expensive we could make the, it. The viscosity. <laughs> we tested for smell. <laughs> <laughs> we smell. Scratch and sniff capability. 
Like, if people don't have, like, a violent distrust in any institution or system at this point, Mama, you're just you're just going to be, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Like, I do think people should get the monkeypox vaccine if they need it because, girl, it's a vaccine that has existed for a long time and no one's... Right. There's, we've had experience of no one fucking dying. Like, monkeypox, not a psyop. Real. Right. COVID. COVID, totally fake and a complete psyop. Give me a couple of years. I need, I need more data. I need- yeah. <laughs> it's fake in the sense that they realized it was... First, they thought it was so bad. Right. And they were like, girl, get inside. Girl, we're gonna die. And then they were like, okay, well, it's not that bad, but we already said it was really bad. So, like, now we have to, like, go with it being really bad. Now we have to double down on the narrative. Because otherwise we're gonna look goofy goober. Goofy silly mm-hmm. yeah so anyway my whole point is that i don't i don't want i don't i never want to get bullied into a decision and i i compare it to voting for hillary in 2016 because mm-hmm. i was really ready to not vote at all mm-hmm. and then everyone was like if you don't the nazis are coming and it's gonna be <laughs> we like, live in a fascist we live nation. in a fascist dictatorship and we're gonna burn down the fucking government if we let him in and i believed it mm-hmm. but you know, looking back, I was like, you know, I really should have just followed my own heart. And maybe my heart's retarded, and maybe my instincts are informed by... My heart's retarded. Because <laughs> this is something someone said to me, is they were like, well, I feel like maybe your instincts and, quote, your gut is wrong because you're informed by dumb shit, and, like, you don't think the right stuff. And I was like, well, who's right is that? Who? What is right? I don't know. Right. You bitches don't know any more than me. That's all I'll say. You guys are being fed the same narrative as me and coming away with whatever conclusions you feel are you know work for you if anything after trump it made me not want to vote ever again because i'm like if that's like the worst that we could have gotten then it can't get worse than that right i'll never vote again like if i see two candidates (laughs) and i'm like i honestly don't care which one it is just whoever i won't say i'll never vote again because if marianne williamson had a chance or someone like her had a chance maybe who was a man true i would (laughs) (laughs) i would vote for them in an instant i think i'm yeah when it comes to like the political system at play i don't think i'm gonna like rush to the polls no it's like did you I register have to get a really genuine good feeling yes and that's why i don't regret voting for bernie and why i don't regret gunning for bernie is because mm-hmm. even though he wound up being a big mistake mm-hmm. and uh you know a, a lie being peddled to me or whatever right i don't regret following my heart and following my truth so that's my whole point yeah. is that even if the vaccine wound up tearing and making it where my covid wasn't that bad right i regret not following my gut and dying yes and the first step is admitting your mistake right that's what people don't understand is that like i will be the first to be like hey i fucked up i should have followed my gut here yes and then when people want to double down and like call me stupid or like anything like that i'm like whatever go you can follow your gut i'm following my gut girl exactly this it's my policy in life is that if i don't if i act actively Mm -hmm. against my own instincts and what i immediately think is the right choice Mm mm-hmm or over the long term, no is the right choice. And I still do the other thing because it's like going to mm-hmm. get me a better job or it's going to get me, uh, you know, more attention or it's going to give me whatever. Like mm-hmm. every time I've ever gone against my instincts, I felt horrible and it's like haunted me for years. Yes. Very, very true. And this is why I live with so few regrets. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I literally was thinking about this like all day today where like if I died tomorrow, I honestly would have been like, I had a great life. I've done a lot of shit. Yeah. I actually have like no true, true, true regrets. Mm-hmm. Just because I've always like acted on my gut and been like, you know what? I'll deal with this later. Like Future there's press. shit that I would have wanted to do. Oh yeah. But I mean, you know, for the most part, kind of tore it. Mm-hmm, kind of tore it. Had yeah. a good time. Not a, not a lot of years where I look back on the year and think, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, for the yeah. most part, I wind up like, there's there's many good notes mm-hmm. and things to appreciate and things to be proud of. Yeah. 
I think people get very confused whenever I'm like, I want to like settle down and like yeah. get married or like buy a house. And people right. are like, you're 24. And I'm like, yeah, but like, but I just want, I've been through so much. <laughs> I'm so tired. Like I'm kind of tired at this point. Girl, like this is my like grill and chill. It's literally all about grilling and chilling. Literally. Yeah. All I want is a nice yard an above ground pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, you know, give me the vibe. I'll go to work, do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, do my little fun things on the side or whatever. And mm-hmm. as long as I get to come home and right. have the girls over yes. and go swimming, you know, <laughs> that's really all I want. Yeah. I I'm just want, pe- I want peace. I want children around. Mm-hmm. I want like a family party vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want this shit forever. No. And there's always going to be time for me to kind of act cuckoo crazy. Just because I just naturally am that person. And I'm very like, yeah. oh no, once I'm eight beers deep, it's only up from here. Oh yeah. yeah like yeah. I'll have time for all that. But I think in general, my end goal, I'm not planning on holding on to this lifestyle as long as I can. Mm-mm, no. Yeah. I think that's maybe one of the big fundamental differences between my mm-hmm. view of the world and gay, many gay persons view of the world. Yes. Is that I think a lot of gay people are like, no, I w- I'm cool with this level of energy forever. No. <laughs> like, and like looking like this forever. I'm going to be fucking 50 at the Eagle showing pussy. Mm-hmm. Or like gay guys trying to play catch up for what they missed. And like, that's what I think it is too. I think yes, because it's always about playing catch up. I fucking like, I think about this too. I think the reason why I got started so early was because like i knew i was at least by in like fifth grade right girl. and was telling people that and then by high school i was like pretty much out yeah so i think since we got that jump start yeah it's like okay i'm ready to calm down but then people that didn't come out until like uh, after college so whose like, fault is that whose fault is that and also i can't imagine that like imagine being 24 and coming out yeah. it's like i get it it wasn't that good being out in high school i am got to tell you guys i mean like it wasn't because like, the other thing is like you guys weren't like gay chad like you weren't like the mm-hmm. two male like the male cheerleader and the male quarterback right <laughs> yeah posing in cute little tumblr pics and like making a little like story together there's mm-hmm. no fairy tale romance that would have happened for you nope. what would have happened for you is you would have been getting railed by the same 30 year olds you're getting railed by now yep you just would have been a child you just would have been a child right yeah so i don't really have any sympathy for that angle yeah so when like older gays just feel like they need to have that lifestyle because yeah. they're like oh it to their well, i never had self. that i never had it's like you didn't miss anything just do your no, shit now you literally didn't i mean even like straight people who like date in high school wind up being like totally traumatized and miserable like people will have like straight men will yep. have one high school girlfriend who like cheated on them and will disrespect women and will hate women the rest of their life literally will like, never trust another woman again yeah Crazy. And in the inverse, like same thing, but like with with girls, mm-hmm. your brain is so half formed and so impressionable at that point in time that it's like if you if you scroll through your boyfriend's phone and you feel some type of way about a, a picture he liked, then you're that girl who's like obsessing about Instagram. Yeah, and you're fucking have a, a kid. Yep. Yep. You know, like you don't miss out on any of those experiences. So just like be an adult. Right. Just fucking be a grown up. It's really not that hard. Be a grown up. And this is why it's like the obsession with like why people are always like, why won't people ever like just commit to me and like be my boyfriend and whatever. It's like because you have the same fucking brain disease that they do where you always think something's better. Something better is around the corner Mm -hmm. and you grew up missing out on everything. So you really don't want to miss out on anything now. And Mm -hmm. you think that commitment's a burden or you think it's a big mistake and that you're denying yourself something. Right. When the reality of the fact is that if you (laughs) like knew how to let go of that and like Mm -hmm. let go of this like childish voice in your brain, Mm -hmm. you'd probably be a lot better off and a lot happier. 
Yeah, like, people just don't understand relationships, I think. It's like, you, like, if you get a boyfriend or girlfriend, it's like, you make the decision to be with that person, right? Yeah. And you are always making that decision to be with that person. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, oh, yeah, maybe there is something better. Okay, you make the decision about not be with them. But, like, just the commitment part is, I think, what people are so scared of. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's so much better to have, like, something consistent, like, someone there for you during your highs yeah. and lows. And, like, I also I find know. that being gay is very rarely the trauma that people think that they need to address it as like usually mm-hmm. what it, what it is to me is that people are like well i'm so fucked up by being gay and whatever and it's like well you're not really fucked up by being gay you're fucked up by something else and that something mm-hmm. else is you are so afraid to let someone else see that thing yep that you can't get close to anyone because the second that you have to grapple with that thing mm-hmm you're not ready, girl. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And once you like, you have to like share that like part of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a completely different thing than just being like a casual hookup with someone. Yeah. Like once you, I think what I had to learn is to like completely let my guard down and say that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay yes. if someone else also doesn't feel the same way. Right. And then you could just move on. Right. Like my philosophy is that if one relationship doesn't work, another one might yeah. Or if this isn't going to be your boyfriend or your romantic partner, maybe they can just be your friends or maybe it just wasn't meant to be. But exactly. still, I think just being you don't okay have to with like down kill your yourself and like rip your hair out over like something not going right because, oh, the one time I ever open up, I get fucking, fucking right, right, man. I'm just going to hook yeah. up with people. Like that's such, yeah. like that's an immature thing. It's, it's self-destructive like, and immature. Mm-hmm. And it's really like the MO of so many gay people I know. Yeah. And really what you should just do is be like, you know, there's a lot of gay ass fish in the sea. So, Oh, many gay little fish in this gay little fish red fish they nope. are at <laughs> red fish <laughs> red fish blue fish gay fish gay fish cunt fish cunt fish ew ew <laughs> <laughs> and um you know like it's it's really not that big of a loss Mm-mm. because the it's like learn like to move on like learn like yeah whether it's good or bad it's still an experience and you could always learn from your experiences where if something doesn't work out or something didn't go the way you wanted it to go yeah learn from that and then apply it to the next thing i think also gay people live in a realm of fantasy for the most part i do (laughs) right yes like it's like i think that's why so many gay guys come off as delusional is because everything is like a projected version of like well this is how i see myself and that's true because i see myself that way Right. And a lot of times people will be like, well, I don't see myself with a person who looks like this or talks like this or whatever. So it's not happening. And like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. And like this, like the, the, the curation of like image mm-hmm. and like making sure that people see the right version of you mm-hmm. is like so important to these people. <laughs> I don't know if this is the same, but I feel like I have that disease a little bit where like, if there's like a really like fruity Mexican guy, I'm always like, hell the fuck no. Oh yeah. Only because sometimes it feels like looking in a mirror. Right. Where sometimes like, it feels like looking at a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it feels like looking at a mirror. No way. When I see a fruity little gay Mexican guy, it's like looking at a mirror. <laughs> no one knows who a friend of mirror is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but that's like that's where i come into a fall where i'm like oh if you have like the same upbringing as me and you're like a true like gay little mexican guy sometimes i don't want that because i'm like i am you and i don't want to date my twin oh yeah totally you know what i mean it's like yeah, yeah. i think maybe that's why fat sam smith bothers me so bad <laughs> <laughs> that video <gasps> that fucking video oh I, boy i almost died right then and there i like of- almost couldn't make it to the end Talk about, like, the capital C cringe. The first thing I would do if I was famous and a millionaire 
is I would get my fucking man titties reduced. Okay? He does a titty shake. He does a titty shake and he has actual breasts. He has hairy breasts. And then he has like a wrench. And then he's around you're so unbelievable and then he also does this like there's a line in this where he's like you don't know how to keep your business clean and he's like waving his face he's like making a stank face and like waving his hand in front of his face i'm like that's you that's that you're smelling i'm like a when did you get so chunky b why are you so like dorky in like the worst way possible low-key he went from hair flip no hair by the way no hair bald (laughs) receding receding hairline blonde dye job (laughs) let me set the scene waving this like stank hand around in front of the face and being like okay like now i'm bald and smelly so picture that (laughs) (laughs) then i'm gonna lean forward into a tantalizing titty shake (laughs) like a black wife beater literally I was like, D- how did you think that this was okay? And then, you know, to really make it non-binary, mm-hmm. then <laughs> got on the motorcycle with a wrench and pulled up sleeves in a sleeveless tank and was like, woo, I'm scary now because I'm a mechanic. How old is he? Is he in his 30s, 40s? Easily 30 and change. Oh my God. That's not okay. Uh, it's really It not- like for some reason gave like virgin vibes. Oh, big time. Like, Big like a, time. Just like a, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. This is what I'm saying. Completely, yes. When you see someone who hits a little bit too close to home of like, this is my worst nightmare and if I ever come off like this, I need to be shot. I need someone to, yeah, no, I need to be off the grid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, truly, sometimes I will like, come away from an interaction with like another gay guy who like, kind of is like, mm-hmm. has a similar style to me or like will like talk in kind of a similar way or whatever mm-hmm. i'll be like oh my god i hate that faggot like just instantly <laughs> like oh god fuck him yeah and it's because it's me yeah it's me you know <laughs> <laughs> i see sam smith and i'm like fuck that fuck faggot. that fat ass faggot holy shit <laughs> <laughs> Like, who showed him that TikTok and he's like, yeah, that's sexy. Oh, looks great. Looks amazing. I'm like, I can see literally the entire shape of both of your breasts. Disclosure's remixing that song. And so far, based off the snippet, I think they just axed his vocals. Thank God. But I'm like, I'm waiting for it to come out. I hope that they do. The hook is, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I have accidentally whistled the hook around the house. Because that someone's it's catchy. It's catchy for a reason. Because it's an odd number beat, but only that only those like i don't know what someone explained it no 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 like that's a famous no it's a little it's a little ethnic it's an existing like rhythm b i don't know what the fuck you call it yeah but it purposely gets in your head because of the the it's catchy whatever yeah the worst lyrics i've ever heard really really horrible performance um don't know a word of kim's part don't know a single word and you know i'll go to really long i go to serious lengths to justify a kim song yeah it's oh i've already been conditioned to wait for nikki's verse oh i can't wait here no i can't no because because nikki's verse was always worth it right and i don't blame kim i mean get your money girl get your money but i can't make it through sam smith ever huge mistake to put out this new song if jesus was a rock star and I heard this one before, and I was like, why is she releasing a ballad? This is, like, your biggest chance. It's the best chance you've had in your career 
to get like a smash. Like imagine if she held off on coconuts and then did coconuts and then now. Did co- I literally fantasize about this almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> about in hearing coconuts head. for the first time again. exactly <laughs> it's like I'm always, I'm always like oh, I wish I could play Breath of the Wild for the first time yes. I wish I could hear coconuts for the first time yes. again yes. like just these electrifying feelings yes you know hearing coconuts for the first time again oh man coconuts got me through the pandemic oh completely mm-hmm. come fucking completely I remember when COVID was first starting I literally we literally went out to get stuff for like um oh no Malibu Malibu got me through Malibu COVID. Malibu is what got me through COVID. Coconuts, coconuts finished it off. Finished you know? it, yeah. Coconuts swore in the new the new era. New era, coconuts ended COVID. For sure. Instantly. Yeah. If <sighs> Jesus was a rock star. It's literally like the same concept as God is a DJ by Pink. <laughs> that's, that's not a real song. Oh, 100%. Do you want to know the chorus? No. <laughs> the lyrics are, if God is a DJ... Life is a dance floor. Love is the rhythm. You are the music. <laughs> okay, Halsey. If God is a DJ, life is a dance floor. You are the rhythm. Wait, no, there's a rhythm. You are the music. Do you remember when you were like, I love bad music? <laughs> I do. <laughs> How'd you know all the words of that song? To like, God is a DJ. Is that a good was- song? It's not a great song. No, it's no. Not good. I don't listen to it, but okay. So as a child, I was really obsessed with Pink because of Stupid Girls. I do know this. Yes. I loved Stupid Girls. Mm-hmm. And the cover of I'm Not Dead, I love that album cover still. Mm-hmm. And she was just very, that's like when she was still young enough to like have her edgy thing kind of be cool. Yeah. She's one of the highest grossing female touring artists. She's like, oh yeah. Top five, I want to say. All the aerial acrobatics. Even before mm-hmm. that, I mean, she was really tearing it. Yes. And she was like, I think I... No, I never saw her live. Because her market was, like, w- older women. Yeah. And every single one of them. Because she was kind of, like, younger and, like... I mean, she was Lady Marmalade. Yeah, she did, like, punk. Like, it was, like, yeah, punk pop. She's yeah, she's kind of, like, edgy. Edgy, girl. punky, yeah, so... And that album is pretty good. Like, there's a, there's a song on there called Cause I Can that's really good. It's a, a cardio jam for me. And you, then, you in Your Hand is great. Yes, and then So What was literally, like, the nation's anthem for oh, God knows how many years. Huge. So what? I'm still a rock star. I got my rock moves, and I don't need you. That that was the last time she was cool, to be honest. That was the last time because the music video was her like riding a lawnmower in the street, and that was like causing stupid. causing a general causing, ruckus. Yeah. Now she's just as acrobats. Exactly, but I um because of the pink rabbit hole I went down following Stupid Girls. That's how I'm familiar with God as a DJ. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because a my pink rabbit hole. If God is a DJ. Life is the dance floor. And I'm the Dosaki's guy. <laughs> Who's driving the bus? <laughs> if God's a DJ, and you're over there, then who's driving the bus, girl? If God is a DJ and life is a dance floor, who the fuck's driving the bus? Who the hell's driving this goddamn bus? <laughs> <laughs> Not God. Not God, baby. God's the DJ, God's remember? The DJ. <laughs> the DJ on the bus. <laughs> the DJ on the bus. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm so not making a wheels on the bus joke. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm hanging it up. Hanging it up, yeah. Flat screen. Um, flat screen. <laughs> we're like at 35 minutes, but I guess we could still do the thing we were going to do. Let's see how fast we can get through it. That'll be the challenge. We can just skip the ones we don't want to do. Yeah, say fuck it. They're both axed. That'll so, make it easier. Yeah, we're going to do a Lana Del Rey bracket that we've been threatening to do for a really long time. <laughs> 30 minutes in. Yeah. Title is Lana Del Rey bracket. bracket. We're All you about- have to do is wait 40 minutes. <laughs>
subscribe on Patreon to hear the remaining hour and a half of the show in which we rank Lana Del Rey's full discography. We aren't going to ask again fatty. Except we might. Pay up at patreon.com slash thought topics. We'll be waiting.